Hey, Greg, why don't you go piss your pants again? That was like eight years ago, asshole. People don't forget. Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. Myself, Brendan McCorkle, Mr. Mike, how we doing? Doing great, Brendo. How you doing today, man? I'm good. You ready to chew the fat? Absolutely. Well, Even whatever that means. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of chewing the fat, thank you, Mike. Look at you. Um, I got a list of some idioms here. Some some random idioms that I want to see that I thought were weird. Number one or number two, see if you know what they mean. You ready? So thick as thieves. Yeah, I'm familiar with that one. That's us. Close friends. friends. Yeah, there you go. Get someone's goat. To get someone's goat. No clue. Piss them off. <laughs> Piss somebody off really bad to get their goat. <laughs> so pardon my French. It's an easy one. I'm familiar with that one. You're about to curse. Curse. Which just so means what? It's like the French are dirty. Excuse me. Because it's dirty well, words. Excuse me so for cursing. Because you already cursed. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, there you go. So uh, this is one that Dallas definitely does know. What about ass over tea kettle? Ass over tea kettle. Yeah, going. What it, that? Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Go ahead. Go ahead. That's us, flip. That's us. flipping head over heels. Going ass over tea kettle. Eh, it's something. If you want to think of, if you want to think of your head as a tea kettle, okay. <laughs> what about an earworm? Earworm? Earworm is you can't get something out of your head. Like us. Once we get in there, we infiltrate. We're there for life. There you go. I've never heard that. Hey, Brendo, it's about five of these times I've never heard my own. (laughs) I know. That's why I wanted to see. Maybe it's a coastal thing. Uh, (laughs) What about butts to nuts? Butts to nuts. You got to hear. You never heard butts to nuts? Bust. Oh, bust. Bust your balls. We say bust your balls. Bust your balls. No, bust the nuts like a crowded room. Oh, no, 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 no. Bust your balls like crack on you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah but not bunch of nuts. I don't know no, <laughs> not bunch of nuts. Butts to nuts. Like it's crowded. Oh. You're all smashed together. Oh, no. <laughs> butts to nuts. No. All right. Uh, I got a couple here that I thought were kind of hilarious that are in different languages and the translation's kind of funny. So I'll do my best to butcher these as well as I can. So, in Lithuanian, Lija Kervais means it's raining axes. Translates. Why would it ever be raining axes? Translates to it's raining cats and dogs. I'm assuming that's because uh, Lithuania really sucked at one point. (laughs) So, the rain sucked or something. I don't know. But rain and Lithuania do not get along. Clearly. The next one is from Brazil in Portuguese, which I'm gonna fuck up. <laughs> Estu cagando e andando, which means I'm shitting and walking. 
Translation, I couldn't care less. That's a good one. I'm shitting and I'm, walking. I'm shitting and walking. And that, that makes sense, because if you're shitting and walking, you really don't care less. You know? <laughs> That's that, right. You got to... That is either sense. your only care in the world, or you don't have a care in the world. <laughs> if you are shitting and walking. I like that Absolutely. one. Absolutely. it. <laughs> so the next one is in Czech. Oh. Zednim Uchumtam Drulium then? I don't know. It sounds good to me. Like water on a duck's back. Which means in one ear, out the other. To me, water off a duck's back was like, you couldn't care less. Like, they just, you know, blow it off. No big deal. But water on a duck's back, in one ear, out the other, that one was confusing as shit to me. Water on a duck's back equals in one ear and out the other. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, I mean, a duck stands at that kind of an angle, so, you know, shit just rolls off. Maybe that's the... Well, that's the saying, is, is water off a duck's back is like it rolls off no problem. But this is saying you can't, you're not paying attention? I don't know. So the last, uh, the last form one is from Sweden. It's Skaget i Brevidan. If Ka- any of these countries ever listen to our show, they're going to hate you, Brendan. Why? It's, the, it's their idioms. I'm not saying things one way or another. And by the way, we're already in some of these countries. So whatever. What I mean by that fact is that you're probably bitch- butchering their language. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, give me a lesson. <laughs> give me a lesson. I'll take it. So, the Swedish idiom is caught with your beard in a mailbox. And that is to be caught with your pants down. The Swedish are so sweet that even their crass sayings are very, very sweet. That's ridiculous. And then the the last one we have for here is more holes than Swiss cheese. Do you know what that is? No. Not after they try breaking my house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of swiss cheese no your <laughs> argument is weak there's a bunch of holes in your argument your argument doesn't hold water that makes sense you got any you want to sprinkle in you got any uh no. sayings that that i don't know about no yes i have one actually my homeboy one day said to me hold this tail while i fuck this cat <laughs> I got a buddy who their uh, their college frat was hold my man. beer while I kiss your girl. Oh, I mean, I guess the same idiom. Sit back and watch me do this. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> well, on that note. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Yeah, coolie. Kiss my converse. Time for the super fight. Look, I'm shuffling, Mike. Shuffling, shuffling. Don't worry, don't worry, because I'm picking mine, so it doesn't matter. So pick away. Eight. You are your mom. Your mom. No, is that your mom as in my mom, or am I your mom? That's however you want to interpret it, bro. Let's see what the attributes are. So I am, uh-oh, your nightmare. A dragon! Cool, but there's no way you win this fight. I don't know. I am real. Dragons are real. Dragons are not real. Yes, so they are. No Komodo dragons. There are multiple dragons that are real. 
Ooh. Komodo but dragon, I just said one. It doesn't matter, bro. There's no way you're ever going to... You have to fight to the death. There's no way you're going to kill your own mom. Well, like, let's see what my dragon has and what your mom has. You want to pick a certain number that's not 50? 13. 13? God, pick like six. <laughs> Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Since Mike's a pain in the butt, thirteen is it's upside down. Having a really, really good hair day. All right, all right, your mom. Your mom on a good hair day. How how could you ever kill me, brother? How could you? I don't ever know. Kill I'm gonna try though. And the dragon can't, can't see. see. This is not going well for me. All right, so fourteen is you are armed with a tranquilizer gun. That's a good one. Versus dragon, I already won this. No, one. no, 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 no. Oh, but I have a hostage. The drag, the blind dragon has a hostage. You think I care about your hostage? What <laughs> if it's you? Versus, that helps versus the police. That doesn't help versus me in the matter of this fight. I'm okay, going to kill okay. Myself. And the so where where are we fighting? We're fighting at your mom's house. I am your mom. <laughs> Shout out to Tom and Christina. Shout out to Tom and Christine. All right. So, uh, all right. So, is it my mom or your mom? Whose mom are you? The cards say your mom. So, if I'm reading the card, I'm your mom. Tell me you're going to kill your mom. Just tell me you're going to kill your own mom. Go ahead and say that on national radio. <laughs> Sorry, mom, Just but uh, this one's going to be a little <laughs> easy for me today. <laughs> so, my hostage will be a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> and uh, come at me, bro. I'm just spitting fire all day. Just spinning in a circle because I'm blind. Spitting fire. What are you going to do? Matter. I'm going to shoot you with a tranquilizer. Once I shoot you with the tranquilizer gun, it's a wrap. Then it's what? Over. You're a mom with a good hair. You're my mom with a good hair, which she has a lot of good hair days. She has good hair. Absolutely. Which I've actually cut before. Did you know that, Mike? I can cut no. hair pretty fucking well. You know what? That's me. She really loves you because she actually let you do it. And you're no, gonna take it I didn't out. want to. She asked me to because I've cut my, like my brother had like a Bieber hairstyle, Bob weird thing. And for our wedding, it was like, dude, let me give you 40 bucks and I'll cut your hair however I want to. And he's like, yeah, sure. I gave him a nice tight little fade. It was nice. Then my mom was like, all right, you know what you're doing. So she had me cut hers. But anyway, so then, okay, I'm tranked. So I'm, I'm a blind, or I can't see. Not necessarily blind, but I think I want to be blind because you then my senses are heightened. Trained. So I'm trained, you're okay. you're going to sleep. How big is so a tranquilizer gun that you need for a dragon? The same size as the one they use for bears. It's, what do you mean? Like a, a dragon ain't, what do you First of all, dragons are make-believe, so we can end the fight there. Because, like, what kind of dragon are you? If you're a dragon that's alive on the world, then you're a Komodo dragon, and the tranquilizer gun is probably going to kill you. So no, the Komodo dragon. Okay, fine. I'll revert to a Komodo dragon because uh, Aragorn type of dragon, dragon from medieval exist. times is. I'll, I'll let that one go. So I'll go Komodo dragon, <laughs> and I still have a hostage. I will say it is your my mom's dog. So you're not gonna shoot the dog. We're just gonna shoot you with the dragon. I know, but listen. The dog, the Komodo dragon's small, so the dog is going to be my protector as a hostage because I've got my dragon self on its hind leg, ready to bite his balls if he doesn't do what I say. So it's gonna do what I say, and all I've got to do is run around, use the dog as a shield to climb up my mom. As soon as I get to my mom, she's got to try and shoot. You're not gonna get to your mom. 
Dude, you're blind. You can't see. So how that's why I'm using the dark. All I, I got to do is get close to her. As soon as I get on her and start attacking her, Komodo dragons fuck you up, bro. My mom no, is no. done. No, because you're not gonna get close because I have a tranquilizer. So what okay, so you shoot the dog. Close to no, the no, we're not gonna shoot the dog. Okay, well and then I do, win. You no, either have to I'll sacrifice shoot. the dog, which by the way, it's only gonna go sleep for a little bit. It's gonna be okay. Take a nap. And right, then so you have a fighting chance. I'm shooting the dog and you. So that's you two can't. bullets. You didn't. Why can't I? The tranquilizer gun has more than one bullet. There's yeah, no okay, to fine. The bullet. So you're going to be able to shoot a moving Komodo dragon with a trank gun, which is not going to be as accurate as a bullet because it's not as small and it doesn't travel as fast? No way. Yes. No. I'm definitely going to be able to shoot a, a moving Komodo dragon. I can't see. You can't see me. You know. So what makes you think you're going to be able to touch me? You can't see me. Hey, so we're at my mom's to? house. She likes lizards. She's going to pick it up. She's not going to pick it up. She's going to shoot it. We're in the backyard. There's I, this is war. There is plenty Shoot for it. me to hide in until she's reaching her grubby little hands trying to get me in a bush. And then I listen to it. I hear the leaves. I feel the motion not, of not, the bush. Not gonna happen, and then I attack. You can, make, you can try to make this as much as you want. I'm going to shoot you with the trank gun and you're going to die. Okay, this is no, this is the first one <laughs> that we're going to say agree to disagree and we'll put it to a vote. We'll put up put a poll. All the votes you want. You don't stand a chance. A dragon that can't see, so, that has a, a hostage. Real dragon, not one of the medieval. It could be whatever I want. Mike. Against <laughs> my real. mom, <laughs> who's having a really good hair day, and armed with a tranquilizer gun. We're gonna see so, how the people feel in so all the guy, countries that listen to us, Mike. Even right. the ones that I butcher the language of. So my dinosaur thing saying dinosaurs don't exist. Cool. I understand people arguing that because they're dinosaur born the, the, that have been found. There has never in the history of the world or the man or anybody else that has ever existed found a dragon bone. There's never been a dragon bone. Dragons found. are real, Mike. We just talked about Komodo dragons. No, no, no. I'm talking about like fire breathing dragons. Okay. Komodo yeah. dragon, you can have that because I'll just step on you. Don't worry. You little thing. Whatever, bro. Oh, well, one thing that was guaranteed was I hit myself in the testicle with the plug on the iron this week, this past week, which, uh, that was fun. This might be a good question or a stupid question, all dependent. Perfect. Can I ask how you managed to pull that off? Oh. Do you have one of those irons with the automatic drawback? No. So it's just a regular iron with a, you know, a three or four foot cord on it, uh, okay. you know, and I... I picked it up and I picked it up where it just the cord just swung the right way because I didn't grab the cord. I just grabbed the iron and whack a doodle. Right in the test. You got two kids, man. Yep. <laughs> and I'm fixed. So I'm good. But that's not even the worst ironing story with my junk. There was, a, I was back, gosh, this was a long time ago. I was living in a one bedroom in front of a, in a duplex, I think. And. I was ironing naked because I didn't. I was ironing my clothes. I don't think I wore naked. underwear at the time either. So I was ironing my clothes and wasn't paying attention. And I went with the iron a little too far past the board where I was standing and just got a little nice little right soul. on the tip, baby. Just kiss the tip. I would have never ironed anything ever again. I didn't life. for a while. I was traumatized. And then I was like, or you could just wear pants. <laughs> so, 
that was uh it's been it's been over a decade since i've gotten in a fight with an iron but i'm owing two versus an iron so there's that but doesn't sound like a winning situation you know i it was to get ready for uh dallas night's anniversary dinner we were we've been dating for 13 years at this point i asked dallas to go steady 13 years ago so i was like all right we'll uh you know i was trying to do everything nice so posted a picture of us on instagram in the morning from when we were in high school when we were like seniors in high school from like 20 years ago and i caught so much shit for what i was wearing 20 (laughs) years ago which by the way i'm standing by it it was all puma a puma visor backwards (laughs) puma shirt probably jeans and then puma shoes (laughs) that was dude for high and i bought it myself I worked to buy that shit myself. That's why I was like, I'm getting the whole fucking thing head to toe, baby. <laughs> you know that's like not what you're supposed to do, right? You don't wear the whole thing head to toe. I right? know that now, Mike. <laughs> I didn't know that when I was 16, and it was my first. I'm buying like real clothes for the first time, not wearing hand me downs. I'm like, oh, you just you, you buy the thing on the mannequin, bro. I'm on that one. <laughs> mannequin fit. Yeah. Right. I love the hair, bro. Right I love the hair, man. That's what's up. Man. That's you how you enjoy yourself. figure shit out in the world. Make a mistake, laugh at it, move on. So we did that. So I did have a couple questions. So we went down to Santa Monica by the pier, uh, Third Street Promenade, whatever. Um, weather was awesome. Had a 9 o'clock reservation. We ended up getting there super early at like 8. And we were just going to walk around. Didn't realize how much stuff shut down just, you know, early. Like they're open, but it's open for like pickups only for a couple hours a day. So... <laughs> everything's closed when we're walking around so we walk by the steakhouse and we're like i'm like uh we have a reservation for nine any chance we can get in early like i don't care if it's 10 minutes he's like oh it's like maybe come back in like a half hour so i was like all right threw the guy 10 bucks just like hey thanks for asking and then we go walk down by the pier so you had said you know no to ghost yes to deja vu only certain things like don't split your hands on the pole right don't split the pole don't split the pole so I had a question about that because Dallas and I were trying to clarify. So there were like three foot poles, like basically so cars don't just keep going into the park. <laughs> so bollards. So there. Uh, so we're walking. She's on one side. I'm on the other. But we didn't break hands. Is that breaking the pole? You still split the pole. Bro. Split the pole. Whatever. So you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't split the pole. Okay. How do, how do you feel about trees? I mean, um, trees don't really count to me. Whatever. They're just poles? poles? Yeah. All right. Specific to poles. So, anyway, so, oh, so we were going to pull in the park. So we go to park, which, it, when you pull into a parking lot, do you normally park near, like, the entrance exit, or do you try and park, like, right in the middle so you can go either way? So it's all relative. Or do you care? Do you just go for the first open spot? No, I, I'm, I'm going for the closest spot, but I prefer being near the exit where I'm going to come out at. That's right. You get in. in and you go. Get in, yeah. load up close, and go. I'm with you. Definitely. I like that. Um, So we, we get in the parking lot. We're on like the third third level of this parking structure, whatever, and we go down the stairs. You know, just wasn't thinking, whatever, we parked near a stairwell, go down the stairs. So we get to the bottom of the stairs, and there's these three like twenty mid-20-year-old dudes um and one of them's holding up a pipe and like just finished his like blown out his rip or whatever <laughs> and it wasn't weed 
And uh, so we're walking by. <laughs> he goes, don't get too close. You're going to get high. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that was oh, the best way the to start this, this day. And so it was just like, I was, I was kind of curious. I'm like, number one, did he do that? just because Dallas was with me. So it was like, he said it for her benefit. Like, Hey, you know, if you can't tell we're doing shit over here. Don't get too close. And if it was just me, would they have just been like fucking looking at me? Like, get the fuck out of here. What, you know, like, I wonder what the scenario would have been, but it was just so great. Like, don't get close. I love that. Yo, like, are you smoking some dead potent that's going to get somebody high just from getting close? I don't know. That's crazy. I don't know. Well, That's so that kind of got me thinking about like where, like where is the right place to consume your drugs, whatever, whatever your preference is. So, like, let's say alcohol. Like, if anyway. you're gonna have, like, let's say, okay, we'll split. It. Alcohol is kind of a broad. So let's say beer, wine, and cocktail. We'll split them up. Anytime. I mean, they're legal drugs. You can have them as long as you're not driving. I know, but like, what's what's if you were? This is all hypothetical. Your ideal situation to consume a beer at the bar. You can have a Heineken when you get home too. I guess with your buddies, like shooting the shit at the bar, watching the game, shooting the shit. What about like a glass of wine or a champagne or something like that? I don't drink wine. I can tell you. I guess you can have wine with your dinner, LeBron. Well, you don't do. I mean, I am assuming you don't do a lot of drugs. If you were to enjoy a glass of wine, what would you imagine yourself? With dinner, I can have that at home. <laughs> All right, what about like uh, like cocktails or shots or that's, whatever? Yeah, that's out when you're party. That's that's party time. All right, so I would say a beer at a baseball game. I'd say a glass of wine at a nice steakhouse, and I would say cocktails. Cocktail, like if you're partying hard, then like. Uh, yeah, I guess probably like a bar or something like that, like somewhere where you can interact with different people than your group or whatever, because you're, you know, making yourself insane anyway. So, mm-hmm. uh, what about weed? Just chilling at home. Chilling at home. Chilling at home with a with a movie. And, yeah, it's pretty much legal across the country now. So yeah. Yeah, like a homebody situation. I'm good with that. What about crack? No, you should never consume crack. I know, but if you were going to smoke crack, like I would imagine, like <laughs> like a Saturday barbecue, like a back like a backdoor barbecue that goes like like a neighborhood barbecue style, where it's like you know maybe it's a corner house, you got inside and outside, front and back, and it just goes all day. So it's like everybody shows up at like ten, starts popping beers early, whatever, and then by like the time the sun goes down and the kids go to bed, it's like fuck, we want to keep raging. Then you bust out We're the crack. crack or coke. That's crack. crack. For coke, you got to go to Vegas, I would assume. Allegedly, it's great oh. in Vegas because that's you're oh, supposed you to be bonkers. Some classes that you need to finish your exams on. Then. I don't think I so. Heard it, I heard it helps you stay up, man. No, I think um, that's Adderall. Crack. I guess you can smoke crack when you're down. Bad. I don't know how well you focus on this shit, though. I think you have energy, but not focus. Oh, I don't know, man. I've never smoked crack. I just know people who smoke crack. You know, you've seen movies, Mike. Come on. What about ecstasy? Pretty much the same thing. Ecstasy? What? At a rave? Ecstasy? Fucking. If you're in a rave. Getting all glowy and shit with your 
uh, fucking pacifier, looking like a big old baby. Or you about to get touched on? I heard it helps you with that too. <laughs> yeah, but I've also heard that if you like do it on more than one occasion, like if you have sex on XC on more than one occasion, it can, in the short term or possibly the long term, make it harder to get to climax because it's like you, you know it's it's like chasing the dragon with heroin like okay heroin at the beach right but it's like you're never going to get back to that spot so you're always just going to have sell for less and then you know it's just never going to be the same again Definitely. what about uh acid acid I knew a dude who took a whole sheet of acid one time, and it did, like, nothing to him. So I guess you could take acid pretty much anywhere. Well, that guy probably got screwed out of a lot of money. <laughs> no, it was all three. Well, that's why, because it wasn't shit. I bet you he just gave him a thing of fucking dissolvable stickers or some shit. And oh, I don't know. I've never that's what it was. myself, but he definitely took Or so like, I've heard that's how some of them come. Uh, all right. What about uh, what about mushrooms? We'll end on mushrooms. Uh, I've never taken a mushroom, but I know a few people who have, and I know a company um, in my area that a couple of my homeboys work for actually own that sells mushroom bars, bro. And I heard it puts you in space. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, from what I've heard, it just makes everything super interesting. I would think that's like <laughs> a, that's like a fishing trip, cabins, out in the woods situation. That probably would be scary. You think so? Yeah. You wouldn't be, it, you wouldn't be scared, like, you wouldn't be paranoid at every noise you heard. Nah. If you were out in the wilderness, like, every little noise, like, the bushes rustling, you'd be like, oh, that's a bad, like, paranoid like that? I no, that's meth, bro. <laughs> that's meth that I've uh, heard there's no, never a good time for meth never a good time for most of these things but you know we're just we're just goofing off here oh did you see uh, catch any UFC over the past weekend I saw the highlight from the knockout. did you see the beast yeah <laughs> Derek the Lewis? card that's coming up is the best card ever bro those three fights are going to be amazing. Which fights are those? Uh, who is it? The Ayasada, the Adesanya fight. Both titles on the line. And then um, New Year's is fighting. Her number one continue. And then who's the third fight? Um, oh, Mike. What are what? we doing here? All right, well, fuck it. The fucking UFC card's got to be good. While you're looking that up, Derek Lewis knocked out, um, I forget what his name was, but basically the moral of the story was that on any UFC heavyweight boxing match, I just I always take the underdog. Because in a heavyweight MMA match, I should say, UFC match, whatever, like the, the heavyweights have the best chance. They're throwing bombs. That's all yeah. they do. So, you know, you take somebody that's, you know, Derek Luce was plus 375. Money. Oh, that's that's good money. Money. And the last one is Van versus Sterling. UFC oh, 259, man. Is that on Fight and, uh, Pass or does it say? Blankowitz versus Adesanya. Adesanya is going to whoop his ass. 
Out of Chinese will pretty much whoop anybody. I want to see only fight I really want to see in UFC left that I want to see is uh, Khabib versus your boy again. Another boy that's kicking ass right now. Poirier? Dustin no, Poirier? No, no. Or um, oh. the other dude, the, the African dude that just called Khabib out. Was it out of sign? No. Are you? T- I don't. I didn't hear who called out Khabib. Was it Usman? Was it? Usman, that's his name. Yeah. Usman. Usman Usman's a bad motherfucker. I want to see that for sure. Yeah. yeah, he called out Khabib the other day. He looks like the only dude that has a chance against him. I oh, hope they make Khabib that fight. Fights with a different type of rage. He like, just has a different I mean, mindset. He's a different. Yeah, animal. like you have to be a different type of angry to get in the ring with that dude because he fights with a different type of rage, man. Like he, he makes it. He's like Michael Jordan. Well, Michael Jordan was the best because he would make things personal and then come out there to try to kill you because of it. Like he makes a reason to want to kill you. Then he comes out there and makes it real. And then That's true. And tries to kill you. I like that you said when Michael was the best because there was only a period of time and then somebody else came along and was better. But uh, we can move on to. No, 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 uh, I mean, like when when he was playing because he's always going to be the best. <laughs> I'm talking about like when he was playing. Like that, that's not. My bad. Let me correct that for everyone who on this podcast who might have taken it the same way Brittany just took it. Let's make sure we verify. See that bull's head over my shoulder? So let's make sure we know that this is very clear. Michael Jordan is the, the greatest. The North Carolina and Bulls hats kind of look like your angel and devil <laughs> on your shoulder. They're with Jordan you at all times. School, man. Angels. Angels. Oh. But yeah, man. So do you hear that uh, Michael Pittman, so transitioning to the NFL, so Carson Wentz going to the Colts, which we talked about, obviously. That's why they made the move. And so uh, Michael Pittman's a wide receiver who's actually had a good rece- good uh, year. He's he's not giving up his number. Yeah. And then he's like, did you re- read I didn't read anything into it. I just read the headline because I oh. wanted to see how you felt about it. No, I read the quote. So the first quote is, "Oh yeah, I'm not giving up my number." Then the second quote is, "Oh yeah, but I think he's going. I think he wants a different number anyway." <laughs> like which gotcha. was it? Were you not giving up your number no matter what, or he just wants a different number? Which I don't know. But I tell you this: for the right price, you could have this number. Well, see, that's. I, I feel like it's one of those things where he's he's still young in the game, but I do get that he's trying to establish himself, like. Listen, dude, this is my number. I was here first. And, you know, if Carson Wentz goes there and is a flop anyway, he's like, I gave him my fucking number to that asshole. You know, but at the same time, it's like maybe there's going to be a weird thing. I, you know, I don't know. Like, if I was Pittman, would I give up my number? And if it was for Carson Wentz, no. If it was for, you know, somebody like a vet, maybe somebody that had like. Never for none of them, bro. It's the offer. What's your offer? Well, yeah, that when people want no, no, no. That's I'm assuming Come that comes. I'm assuming that comes with it. But I'm saying that you, your Carson Wentz couldn't make me an offer. I don't think that he would be comfortable with for me to give up my number. But there are other, you know, the the, the, the a la carte menu on my number. You know, the prices goes down depending on who you are. You get what I'm saying? You know, and you definitely can't have it if you're at my position. I don't care who the fuck you are. Oh, no, no, no. If we play the same position, there's no way you can. Yeah, that's mine. But if you're the quarterback that's coming over to making $45 million a year, full expense pay with a little bit of spending money for me and my family to Hawaii, you got your new number, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe the Bahamas. $250,000 Rolex, you can have it, buddy. Like, I've heard about these type of gifts. Oh, yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, like, 
I'm just saying it's the price goes up or down. Hundred thousand dollar max. You can have this number. Like if they, if they're the gift equals a hundred thousand or more, without me asking, your gift or your offer is worth a hundred thousand or more. Have the number, bro. Like it's not. I'm not going to change the way I play. I'm still going to go out here and play ball. Like yeah, number for a three hundred grand. But for to them, a hundred grand is nothing. It's nothing. Well, to, to Michael Pittman, 100 grand is a little bit of money. He was like a third round pick. Like, he ain't. No, I know. I know. Now, 100 grand ain't nothing to Carson Wentz. Yeah. Michael Pittman, 100 grand can pay for something that he ain't going to have to pay for. That's true. That is a good <laughs> side to it. Yeah, it's all about a number that ain't going to change how you play. If it's not, if it doesn't have sentimental value to you, if it has sentimental value to you, then cool. Yeah. And then uh, good old Tiger just got fucking wrecked. <laughs> Legit wrecked. Going to apparently give Drew Brees golf lessons or some shit. No, he was going to do a photo shoot for the company because they were they were out doing like sponsor stuff shit. But there you go. Here's Tiger. So there's a few things. First thing, Tiger makes too damn money to be driving himself around. This is the second time Tiger's been in a car accident. Come on, Tiger. Even if you're doing drugs or not, whatever they say you were clean, so I'm not going to put that on your name. You're probably off Ambien because you have sleeping issues. Has nobody put that together? One, two, three. He has sleeping (laughs) issues. Last time he got in the wreck. The sleeping issues don't go away. He probably fell asleep behind the wheel. And nobody wants to come out and say it, but go ahead. I'll tell y'all on Black Irish. He probably fell asleep <laughs> behind the wheel. Whatever these sleeping issues that he has, he needs a damn driver because clearly he can't stay awake behind the wheel. Yeah. And he's That's got the money. Clear. And he has the money to afford a driver. And secondly, why the hell is Tiger Woods actually riding around California in a 2021 Hyundai Genesis? Or what kind of Genesis? Because it, he was down for the Genesis, Genesis Invitational. I hate to ruin oh. it for you, Mike. It was for the, he was <laughs> down for the Genesis Invitational. <laughs> it was very much on brand. But I bet they wish he wasn't driving that car because now they're like, fuck. What if they say the brakes went out? <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. He crossed two lanes. He was asleep, man. No, no I know. They don't want to go ahead and tell him. But look, if he wasn't, they put it out there. If he wasn't drunk, he was asleep. It's one or the other. And they already said he wasn't drunk. Yeah, they said he wasn't. cross over a medium in two lanes without being asleep. Because you would wake yourself up and snatch the car back yeah. if nothing else. Like you were Maybe high. it was a really bad sneeze. <laughs> and they said he was conscious when they came and pulled him out of the car. Yeah, because the fucking accident woke him up. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's probably Shit. what it was. But, you know, Shit. the thing I didn't like about it was right when it first came out, like Tiger Woods was in an accident, Every all the fucking media outlets go for the biggest shock value so that you follow their story as it progresses. And then by the end of it, you know, at first it's like his legs are crushed, which is it was a crush injury. I get it, but that's not how they were saying it. They're like, his legs were crushed. He's never going to walk again, this and that. And then when it comes out that, Okay, it's still really bad, but he has a you know a compound fracture in his right leg and his his left ankle is shattered. You're like, okay, so then I guess it's not that bad. It, when it's still extremely bad, but they put it so high up, they put the pussy on a pedestal, Mike. They put it so high up <laughs> that when you get the reality of it, you're like, oh, that's it. And then you know, unfortunately I mean, for Tiger Woods, which around. whether you like him or not, like. That sucks being in a car accident like that. Fault or not. And the empathy and sympathy for him is going to kind of be diminished just because it's like, he's going to be fine, you know, based on the way it was reported. Yeah. And even then, man, like, some of this shit, no offense, but 
And you bring this shit on yourself, Tiger. Come on, man. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's going to be how many times do you flow as, cli- as close to Canada's sun or whatever it is? The Icarus go, thing. Man. Like, bro, you did it once. You fell asleep behind the wheel. And again, off, no drugs. Ooh, he was just on his medication. Maybe he and was off his drugs and thought, uh, hey, that's not going to happen again. Okay. AKA, pay for a driver. How much can a driver? No, I know. Be? I know. It's not you much. Make so much money, bro. Like, I'll tell, he makes so much money. He could helicopter everywhere, and it wouldn't make that big of a dent. It wouldn't make it. Make, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't make it. You make so much money that you got caught up in a whole scandal, and two of your people wouldn't even leave you because it would cost them that much money to leave you behind. So they just shelved you and still cut you a check. That's how much money you make, bro. You can afford a driver. Yeah. It's true. GMC and Nike, two of the biggest companies in the world, wouldn't cut you because it would cost them too much to cut you based on your contract. So they just shelved you. And then as soon as you got legal and everything was right, they bought you right back. Yeah. And you're not going to buy a driver. Well, I think he will now. Or he'll go with my helicopter idea. Problem is, that's white people problems. Like, where am I going to land my helicopter? Fuck. (laughs) I'm not going to get from my helicopter into a a car. (laughs) Everywhere Tiger goes, they probably got a helicopter. One of these, like somebody... Or just on the golf course. On the yacht, yeah. Like he pulled up on the yacht. Anyway, so... Donzo. So with Tiger getting into the crash, I did start to think about, uh, like, 25 years ago. So in, like, 95 in California, they changed the speed limit from 55 to 65, which was a huge deal. 10 miles. The best thing about driving on the highway in California. What's that? The minimum. Forget the speed limit. The fact that California has a minimum. You better be going at least this fast or get out of my way. Yo, (laughs) I love that one. What's the speed limit out there? On the highway, it's 65. All right. I didn't know if that was a nationwide thing or if it was just California. I think it just started in California. You get. Further the south you go, the higher you get. So, well, that makes sense. There's less people, whatever. Yeah. But could you imagine, like, in in today's environment and society, if the speed limit was 55? Do you know how many people would be going outside of their fucking minds because it's going to take them an extra, you know... Everybody would just have tickets, bro. 20 minutes? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, police would probably love it because tickets would be at an all-time high. But 55, that seems slower than dog shit, dude. Doesn't it? That's what I drive on city streets, man. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I have to actively look down and go, oh, shit, I'm going too fast. I got to Me too. Yeah, I'd be like, That's what I love about Palmdale, though. That's why Palmdale is a city is because the streets are Listen, 60. Yeah, half from me. Yeah, That's from me. Palmdale is a city. That's right. Shout out to Alfro Man. He is Shout out a to living Alfro legend. Man. He is alive. So, what are you watching right now? Women's soccer. Women's soccer? Right this second? You know or? Yeah, it's on. They're about to win some cup. Nice. She believes cup. Ooh. Um, sounds delightful. Actually, it's not a guarantee when they have to win this game. Oh. But, um, what have I been watching lately? What show have I been watching? I don't know, Mike. You're um, all the way across the country. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, man, I watch a lot of TV. Man. We've been watching, uh, so we Mickey started getting back into the wall, which 
That's. Can we get on the wall? I don't know. You probably can get on the wall. You already in California. What do you mean bro? you? I mean you and I as a team. It's a team. Oh, true. You I and I get on the wall. Fun. So for people who don't know, the wall is hosted by Chris Hardwick. Why don't you explain what the game is? The game, It's a game show on NBC, I think. Right? Yeah, it's hosted by Chris Hardwick, executive produced by Mr. LeBron James himself. And the first episode, he actually delivered the money in person because the first people wanted a million. Nice. Yeah, but um, if I remember correctly, I haven't watched The Wall in a while. It's the show where they ask the question and one person's behind the wall and you got to match the answers, right? Yeah, so basically what it is, there's there's a giant wall that's lined up like a Plinko board, like one to seven, I think. And it's and so there's a team that's split in two, and one person is inside that has no idea what's going on with the money, and the other person's outside controlling the money. So what happens is, based on the difficulty of the question, you get one, two, three, four, however many balls, and you put them in the top thing. Now the Plinko thing on the bottom that they fall in, these balls fall in, have money. So if you get the questions right, it, the balls are green, and that's the money that account, you know, um, grows your yeah, it grows your total. So and if the you get it wrong, the balls turn red, and then that deducts from your overall total. Then at the end of the whole thing, the person that's been inside, isolated, answering the questions the whole time, have no idea if they're right or wrong, whatever. They get the opportunity to say, like, hey, we got an offer on this money. And yeah, we're going to take whatever it is kind of like deal or no deal where it's always a little bit lower, but they don't know. They always do it like right before the last segment where they don't know if they won a bunch or lost a bunch or something like that. So they lock in a total. So you have to decide if you're going to take that or take whatever the wall has. So if we were in that situation, which person would you want to be? You pick the numbers that the balls go in and how many there are or answering the questions and deciding what our fate is. Depends on how I've been doing that day. If I had been doing good, I would probably want to answer the question because I'm not worried about the money. We kind of have the same mentality. If it's yeah, me, we're both ripping that fucking yeah. thing up, right? Yeah, yeah. You push it to the end. Like, yeah, the yeah. so we yeah, you push it to the so the person on the outside always puts them on seven and always puts as many as they can, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, okay. So, All right. Yeah, I just want to make sure we have the same philosophy here. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So we be strategizing. All that is it's just a matter of questions. Who would get the most Who's going to answer the, the questions? Yeah, so if I felt more confident in you answering the question that day, I would let you go. If I, I like, like that. I, was I like that depending day, on the day, the confidence yeah, level. The, day, the confidence and how the questions have been going, how comfortable I feel with the questions based on... Because, yeah, they do. There is a tandem one in the beginning where you... That's how you start your bankroll is you answer, like, yeah. four questions as a, a couple or a, a group... Yeah. And then, you know, from there you build your bankroll. So I think that's that would be the deciding factor, like who was quicker with it or who was more confident in the answers. I like that move. We've also been watching uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mickey's been super into it. So we started from very beginning. And I think he's watched the first episode like five times, legit. Like he loves it, absolutely loves it. So I think we're on like episode six or whatever. But we're watching... Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air right now. It's a good show. It's a great show, dude. Like, I mean, the life lessons for a seven-year-old that come out of that show right at the gate. You know, they didn't. They didn't do like some of the like Family Ties and all those other fucking shows where it was like, (laughs) like that. You know, everything's good and they have a little weird tiff and then like 
once a season, they're like, okay, here's a big issue that we're going to deal with. Fresh Prince is like, second episode, like, you know, Carlton's like, well, that police officer pulled us over because we're driving too slow. And Will's like, you're a fucking idiot. You know, it's like, okay, good. <laughs> like, they were just on it right out of the gate. Like, all right, I like this. So he's been into that. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. I like that show. And then I started watching, um, the. it's on Hulu, called uh, Derek Galdios, Gal something like that. It's called In and of Itself. It's fucking crazy good to watch. Crazy good. It's you something about a show on Hulu to watch, too, though. What's that? The background of hip-hop or something, something like that. I have not heard of that. Like the oh. history of hip hop or something like that. Some, yeah, somebody I know told me about it. So I'm gonna give it a look. I'll check that out. There's the there's a Patrice O'Neill stand up comedian documentary that's on uh, Comedy Central that I'm gonna check out. And then, uh, as a referral from another podcast from Tom Segura, it's zero 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 on Amazon Prime. So supposedly it's about like a drug trade. Like there's Italian mafia in Italy. There's Mexican cartel in Mexico and they're trying to ship a bunch of drugs from Mexico to Italy. So there's Americans based out of new Orleans that are brokering the deal based because they're transporting it. Something like that. And basically it's just this way crazy budget, uh, international drug crime series. That's, I guess, not so much focused on the drugs, <laughs> but more of the characters and interactions and how that world works. So, I'm That's really into Ozark. that. You ever watch Ozark? No, I think we talked about this. Got through about halfway of the first season or four episodes or something like that, and then never kind of dipped back in. Mm-hmm. But that's one. It's on the list of shit to watch. It's just we're watching Fresh Prince right now. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. Uh, Why not us? I watch Why Not Us. Why not us? What's that? That's the name. A uh, little mini series on ESPN about uh, North Carolina Central and how they've been dealing with this pandemic, trying to, you know, still get their players to play. Cause, you know, you got seniors and stuff, so you want to at least give them a chance to make the tournament to also then, I'm saying, for their careers, players or whatnot, especially from the lot. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, it's not HBCU because, um, you know, the NCAA, got the, you got to play 13 games, and then most schools don't have the funding, so a lot of schools pull out, so on and so forth. So just the trial and tribulations of that. Pretty good miniseries. Why not ESPN us? ESPN Plus. Why not us? They stole that from the 2007 <laughs> or 2004 Boston Red Sox, by the way. That was the that was their motto. Yeah, Why not you don't us? have to tell me. That's my team. I know. Not a, a lot of other people know that, Mike. That you are a huge Yankees fan. Oh, hate everything about hate everything about those front runners. You hate all the players that have ever been a Yankee. Everybody but Jeter. I was gonna say I know you love Jeter. Jeter. Everybody loves Jeter. Mister November. You know why I love Jeter? Because Jeter is one of the only famous people to make it through scot free. That's right. Hit on the same path. But there's at least been one story about LeBron. I've never heard anything about Jeter. You know why? Because he's a gentleman. No, because he's the first person to do the no phones, Santa Claus, if you come to my house, 
and all of that. And they say he was a bit of an ass, and he left you. He sent you home with a doggy bag. But at the end of the day, he was no, not a doggy bag. See, I heard that he sent him home. It was a limo with like flowers and whatever. I mean, it's a doggy bag in in the sense you can make it as sweet as you want to make it. And an autograph, <laughs> an autograph baseball. So. Okay. Okay. What was in the doggy bag? It was still a doggy bag. <laughs> Whatever, bro. Hey, apparently hey, he treated him nice enough for nobody to talk shit about him. That's impressive. Talk shit because they signed the way they signed the thing, so they could talk shit. They would lose more money than they were worth. That's no some need. good shit. <laughs> Gino was the bad. What have you been listening to? Uh, what have I been listening to? Nothing new, really. Um, I got a playlist I listen to for when I shower. That's about it. Uh, got a lot of slow jams on it. That's got, and that's the one with my man Marshmallow on it. A lot of slow jams going on. Well, yeah, maybe. So Prince and Bonnie Raitt was a big hit. That was that was huge. Everybody loves Prince. That was. I almost feel bad. That was like a, a gimme. But uh, if you want to get in this, keep in the slow moves, slow jams, or whatever. This week we're doing Cream and Nate Dog. Cream and Nate Dog. Yeah. Have I'm you ever heard of Cream? No. But now that you said it, I'm going to give him a listen. So Every other week I've heard of the band. I've never heard of Cream. So Yeah, so Cream was, uh, it was the first like rock super group. They had uh, Jack Bruce on the bass and vocals, uh, Ginger Baker on the drums, and then the infamous Eric Clapton on guitar. And it is, it's like acid rock. Your favorite, Mike, acid. <laughs> <laughs> with your sheet of stickers you know dun, dun, dun. no that's that's not acid rock that's like metal oh, I think is what you're thinking that's, of that's heavy metal no that's not heavy metal metal is so what's heavy metal alright so give me a band that I would know from each level of rock so there's heavy metal well there's heavy metal okay so there's, uh, go ahead. Why, don't, why don't you it's say one and then I'll respond well, you just told me once. I didn't know there were different levels. I know. So you tell you so, tell me whatever. So you said there was heavy metal. So who's the heavy metal? Who's the heavy, heavy metal? metal think I think metal? is like Slayer. I know that I, there's metalheads are gonna be like there's all these subgenres and like you're fucking it up. But just for like a a very generic view, I would say like Slayer is heavy metal. Okay. So then who would be metal? Metallica. All right, and then you just said another genre. What was that? Acid metal. Acid rock, so like uh, acid rock. Not like like psychedelic rock is like Grateful Dead. Acid rock mm-hmm. is kind of like Grateful Dead, like psychedelic rock, but we can play our instruments really, really well. Um, it's more it's more guitar heavy instead of like bluesy. Um, okay. So that's kind of mm-hmm. acid rock. And then regular rock and roll. Who would be a regular? Just like Foo Fighters. Roll, Bring them up all the time. Okay. They're they're easy. All right, so those are four. That's four genres. Are there more genres? Than... There's a, a ton. Okay. I mean, Do metal you, alone, there's know. like so many, and then you get into like, and this is like all subgenres of rock because you got to think like for for rock, then there's you know metal, alternative, there's all kinds of shit, and then for every subgenre, there's more subgenres. <laughs> there's death metal, heavy metal, like there's all kinds of shit like that. Same way as there's like rap. Rap is just a cornerstone, but then there's all these genres and then subgenres and all that kind of shit. All Glad the- you look at it like that because to me it's just rap. You get backpack rap, 
street rap. Okay, so that so again, and there's about three, and then so those are so then those are the three major ones, and then from there you've got it. Okay, where does mumble rap, uh, you know, kind of fit into? So there's all these subgenres of every single uh, type of music. Gotcha. So no, absolutely, absolutely. I just, as someone who doesn't listen to rock, I don't even know the subject, which is why I asked. I don't know the, I didn't know the genres, let alone the subgenres. So, I, yeah, I normally don't give a shit about the genres unless it's like this came up in a certain playlist. I'm like, oh, okay, it's a rock song to these people. But I don't know. I, I, half the time when I'm listening to like a playlist and it's just running, I don't look at who, who sings it. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, that's a good song. They're like, Oh, you didn't know it was whoever? I'm like, no, I didn't. I just listen to the song, man. I don't do research on everybody that's on, you know, I listen to. It's on the radio <laughs> or Pandora or whatever. Speaking of which, we're on Pandora now, Mike. But shout out uh, to Pandora. Shout out to Pandora, I guess. Um, <laughs> all right, Mike. So let's this week, let's wrap it up. Drop some knowledge on us. What do you got? You got something for us? Drop some knowledge. Do I have some knowledge for you this week? Let's see. Last week you said you were gonna you were gonna have some knowledge for us this week, and it looks like you forgot. Definitely. So forgot. you better come I, up with I've something. Had a lot, I've had a lot going on, but um, why don't you go eat a decrowed piece of crap? Jeez, Here's Mike. some knowledge for everyone in the world, man. What do you got? Own a gun so you can protect yourself at all times. <laughs> All right, Mike. Boy's got a mouth like a cannon. Always shooting it off. Well, on that note, I think we'll wrap it up. Simple as a bit of (laughs) so as I can drop you this week. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Black Irish Pod (laughs) at Black Irish Two One Three at Brendalis Seven. I'm on Clubhouse now at Brendan McCorkle, mixing shit up, having some fun. That is a ton of fun, Mike. Do you want an invite? Clubhouse. It's uh. It's a social networking app where it's you're only talking, conversing, as they say in the business. So it's they just all these rooms like kind of like a chat room, but it's people talking and it's all their real stuff. But you got to get an invite for it. So a friend of mine sent me an invite. You only get to you're only allowed two invites, I think. So it's one of those things where it's it's growing, but it's so much fun to get in these rooms and just pick a random talking topic and talk shit. It's hilarious, dude. And every board, just hop on Clubhouse and look for me. I can't hop on. I don't got no invite, bro. I'm not special enough. To... <laughs> no, you can follow anybody you want, but you can only be a speaker, I think, if you're on Clubhouse. I don't know. I just, I'll figure it out one of these days. I haven't even heard of it, man. Well, anyway, everybody have a good week. Mike, you take care, and we will see you next time.